Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. Well, welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks, the Kingdom Talks Media News. Um, we're doing things a little bit differently tonight, and we have a panel, which I'm going to go ahead and put the panel up here now. Uh, we have Nina and Mary, who are actually, you guys are still in Florida right now, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, we also have uh, Michael Van Zanten out of Canada. So, Michael, thank you for being on here as well. And we just want to encourage everybody. I think we might have uh, Jerry Bryant coming on a little bit later. We're not sure yet. Um, but uh, we just want to welcome everybody. Well, there's Jerry right there. Hey, Jerry, how are you? Hey, how are you Blessings. guys Blessings. Thank nice you for joining you us. Thank you. <laughs> well, we just want to, again, thank everybody who's joining us right now. And uh, we're going to step into the news. Share a few thoughts and encourage any of you that want to uh, share your thoughts to go right ahead. And Jerry, Michael, Nina, and Mary, encourage you to uh, go ahead and give us your thoughts on this as we as we step into this. So um, are you ready, hon? Yep. All right. So just briefly, we're going to take some time to look at some scripture, and I hope this is going to be encouraging to you. Um, dear friend of ours was staying with us this weekend, and she shared about Isaiah 33, a number of passages, but really about Father being the stability in our times. So this is Isaiah 33, 5 and 6 from the Passion Translation. Yahweh is high and lifted up. He dwells on high. He lavished his justice and righteousness on Zion. He will be your constant source of stability in changing times. Amen. And out of his abundant love, he gives you the riches of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. Yes, the fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. And I think this Sunday we might spend some time really uh, unpacking some of these verses. Um, the next verses we have here, 13 to 17, only those who walk with integrity and speak what is true, who despise even the thought of cheating the poor, or do not accept a bribe, nor plot violence, nor contemplate doing evil, they will live safely on the heights. And I really believe that's not just talking about a physical, natural thing. Uh, that's talking about the heavenly realm. Uh, and make their safe place the mountain strongholds with bread in steady supply and water assured. And so just again, if God tells you to prepare in the natural, that's fine. But uh, in the heavenly realm, our bread and water is assured. And then in this high place, your eyes shall see the king in his stunning beauty and gaze upon his broad domain. Wow. Wow, Amen. wow, wow. So just any thoughts on just that? I mean, if that doesn't speak to our day and age right now of uh, where we need to be, I, I don't know what does. But any, any thoughts on any of that from anybody? truth when you say the word or, or bringing truth i know that's exactly what yahweh has been speaking to me about he is looking for sons that will speak as oracles on his behalf he used his conduits to speak truth regardless of the situation regardless what happens because that's what's needed this in this time 
that we are in. I mean, we love everyone. We 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 want those to know uh, by who we are, who Yahweh is. But truth is a foundation that He is speaking now, and specifically to those I believe of the church age or those folks who may not necessarily be on the sonship journey or, or mystics. I believe he's speaking truth to wake us all up to who we yeah. are, how we should engage right, right now. Right. So, so good. good. So good. Love that. Well, and then one last verse here we'll take a look at. Set your gaze on Zion, the city where we gather for Yahweh's feast. Your eyes will see Jerusalem as a quiet, pleasant place. It is a secure dwelling, permanent and unmovable, not like a tabernacle that must be taken down, pegs pulled up and transported. Glorious Yahweh will be there for us in a land with broad rivers and life-giving streams. The Lord Yahweh is our judge, our lawgiver, our king. He will save us completely. That's encouraging. That's good completely. news. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It reminds me of that passage in Psalm, what is it? 24.1. The, the heavens and the earth belong to the Lord. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. so confident. That has really given me such confidence. I was reading that this morning, that the earth and everything in it and the world and its inhabitants belong to the Lord. So... Oh. If you really get hold of that, wrap your head around that, that, that really means that everything is under control when it seems like it's all chaos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, we, we have to learn to trust in the Father no matter what. And I think, you know, those, those verses that we just looked at are really key for this day and age that we, we, we really got to start taking the word of the Lord for yes. truth and yes. put it in our hearts because... There's so many verses that we hear people regurgitate, and that's about all it really is sometimes. It's a regurgitation. It's not really the seed planted in their heart. And unfortunately, we need to get uh, get it planted in our heart. So, yeah. so we're going to look at just a couple of news stories. Um, if you probably have seen that at the DNC caucus meetings, some of them left out the words under God, or one of them added the words justice for all, and then they said someday. <laughs> And um, I guess this is not the first occurrence of them dropping the undergot. I think that last year at the, or last uh, Democratic convention, they did that as well. So it's probably not brand new news, but it, it just shows you um, their hearts are not aligned um, with the Father, and that's concerning. Yeah, it is sad. Um, any other thoughts on that? follow politics and I've been involved in politics for some time, not as much recently, but sometime in the past. And I think it's really telling people like to talk about separation of church and state. This is a huge issue, but I'm just going to say something really quick about it. I don't know how one can separate their belief in their God. Let's just yes. say yeah. <laughs> from who they are and how they administrate in their political position. So it, it, it doesn't really make sense to say that. I'm not going to go into the U.S. Constitution and what that all means in the case law. But what I can say is this. Um, purposefully taking out God, and we're not even talking about necessarily even our God, but any reference to God, mm -hmm. I believe is uh, absolutely problematic. And 
There, there are many issues that deal with the foundation of the United States of America, how we were formed, um, and, and all of that. And um, I believe it's an affront. And I, I think that just as much as, um, just as much as people need want think they need to take God out, we should consider why we should keep Him in. In yes. other words, yeah. you know, both should have their opinion or view. But how we've established this country, I believe, is first and foremost. Yeah. Well, I can't really add much to that. Yeah. <laughs> but when we consider that we are made in his image, Nina's yeah. right. Yeah. An absolute affront to want to remove our father. We want to reference it as a family. Removing our father. I couldn't imagine removing my father to a reference when I was speaking about my family and when we gather for mm -hmm. these important events we are gathering as a family of humanity a family in the country a family of people so i, I agree with what nina said i think it's an absolute affront. that's good and just uh just for anyone who doesn't know if you haven't seen one of our shows that we did with nina uh just in the last uh, couple weeks uh nina is a lawyer uh out of florida so uh, when she starts talking a little bit about the law, she knows a little bit about what she's talking about. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so thank you, Nina. Appreciate that. So, yeah, go ahead. You know, this excites me in the fact that the prophecies of Jesus are true. They keep coming true. And he said in the last days, mm. and he laid down a whole list of things that would happen. And this cloaking of deception that's, overcome so many people they can't see i mean just the most reasonable things such as saving the life of an unborn and yeah acknowledging the supreme being you know creator um that spirit of delusion has overwhelmed them and jesus said that would happen in yeah, the last yeah. days he said the love of many would wax cold it, you know men would be turned over to reprobate minds because they won't it's just like with Pharaoh. You know, God didn't make him harden his heart. It says in the literal translation, he was turned over to a hardening of his own heart. He hardened his heart and refused to repent. Yeah. Yeah. And repenting is really just changing the way you think and looking the other direction and moving that way. And he said, no, I'm not going to. I will not let the people go. So he turned him over. And I, I mean, that's a tragic thought, but in sense, when uh, people are deluded and under the cloak of darkness uh, if they will not embrace light you know as Jesus again saying if what they perceive to be light is actually darkness yeah how great is the darkness and that's really what if there's intercession going on that's the direction to <laughs> go that cloaking device would be yeah removed. yeah well and Jerry you're, you're really hitting the spot right now because uh, I, I Dean and I, last week I was a little riled up when we were doing our news show and I'm like, okay, I got to not do that this week. Got to keep it a little calmer. But, you know, we're about an hour from going on and, and uh, I'm reading something about, um, it's an outdoor event, okay? So it's the race to the top of uh, Pikes Peak that happens once a year. And so people come and they stand alongside the road in different spots. Well, they're not allowing the people to come to view this year. And I was looking forward to it. And I'm like, the madness when is the madness going to stop it's outside and it, you know people uh, most people unless they're in a group are six feet apart probably so anyway it's just i uh, this is a little i don't know um 
crazy or, you know, but I, I, I really started feeling like the virus, it's not about people getting sick. It's about the mentality that it brings that yeah. comes with it. I, you know, I called it the stupid virus for a while uh, because it just felt like everyone was going a little mad from the, the virus. Um, but anyway, did, did we have some comments on? Yeah. Uh, so I'm a mystery says I am praying for Father God to help father the nations. There is such a lack of identity and orphanhood and lawlessness. And then they said, but I know that this starts in me. And that's, yeah, that's so good. good. That's good. Yeah. So speaking of the madness, this is something that's come out of Texas. You know, the whole defunding of the police departments. Uh, personally, I think who in their right mind would ever think that was a good idea? Um, I'm sorry, but where, you know, there are bad apples in any type of group that you want to look at. Uh, you know, so the police department, yeah, there are some people that maybe really shouldn't be there. But as a whole, without the police department, it's going to be chaos. And so I love what Texas is talking about. Uh, it says any city that defunds police departments will have its property tax revenue frozen at the current level. They will never be able to increase property tax revenue again if they defund police. Cities that endanger residents by inducing law or reducing law enforcement should not then be able to turn around and go back and get more property tax dollars from those same residents whose lives the city just endangered. That makes sense. Somebody's thinking. <laughs> but you go, we, our, our kids are in Austin and the city of Austin, the mayor has just taken 150 million from the police department. And so I don't know if they're going to be caught in the middle of this, but it's it's just really challenging to go, you know, this is not okay. Yeah. So we have a, another another slide here that we want to look at, and um, this one is really powerful. I, I love what this man is saying. Uh, go ahead, Adina. So, well, put the right slide Oops. up. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going the wrong way. There we go. <laughs> so it was this article on anti-racist racism. And uh, Larry Elder, a black radio host, was sharing on this. And his point was, there's like so much money that's being poured into Black Lives Matter and, and all of these other groups. And he said, this is a bad idea. It's condescending and not helpful. I urge white people to chill. Stop helping us because you're making things worse. Because it supports the activist claim that blacks are victims of racism. But if racism were in America's DNA, Obama would never have got elected. Racism has never been more insignificant a factor in one's success than right now. And now I just want to say that anybody, our, our panelists, everybody, anybody, you are free to disagree with us and, and give some pushback on any of these things that we're sharing. We've got two more slides that's kind of on this theme and then mm -hmm. maybe we can open it up. Um, okay, go ahead. I really love, uh, you missed one slide. <laughs> We're having great tech issues today. It's the one on, That's it. That, That's there we next. go. Martin Luther King Jr. Did you read all those? <laughs> Vision is where a nation where people are judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Love that. And this is what we're finding is, is there's multiple <laughs> places where there's actually now reverse discrimination against white people that they're, um, getting the highest scores in things, but because of the diversity rules, they're not getting the job prom promotion. And so racism on one side is not balanced by racism on the other. And then the other thing is that Black Lives Matter actually encourages the breakup of families. Their website does say disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family. 
but he went on wow. in this in yeah. in this article to say that up until the 60s <clears throat> most um, black families were whole that there was a mother and a father and the kids but what really began to be the breakdown of the family was where the welfare system was introduced and where uh, a woman would make more money having two kids than to work a minimum wage job and it, it has just become a perpetual cycle that's systemic yeah so would love to hear some uh feedback in all this anybody um as a black person you have two sides to the the black issues mm -hmm. i'm just going to put it that way you have some blacks that are think along the lines of this gentleman that just wrote that quote in terms of okay we're going to look <laughs> past our skin color and say more like Mark, Martin Luther King, what do we have to, what are we bringing to the table? Yeah. How do we get individuals to look at us by our character, mm -hmm. by our skills, by our talents and what we're bringing to the table? Yes. Then you have the other side, which <laughs> deal with, okay, black people are oppressed, black people have, have are, um, they don't have strong family structures. There's an issue with the black males in terms of being there in their homes and then and 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 that type of thing and i believe you can go to both extremes right yes choosing right. one or the yeah. other i believe there's a balance between the two and that's how i live my life the balance between the two i don't ignore the black <laughs> issues right yes, right agree. very much an issue they, they are black issues i yes. have as an attorney worked with juveniles i've seen the juvenile detention centers full of black boys more so than white boys or boys yeah. of other uh, races. I've, I've, I've seen that. I've been a mentor, okay? But yeah. also being in a professional environment, growing up through college, then law school, I, I have a master's of law as well. So I went past my Juris Doctor degree and got a master's of law. Understanding of being in a profession that I come to the table with who I am and what I've done, what Yahweh has blessed me with to be able to do as a black female. And so I don't, I don't hold on to those issues as so much as part of my identity. So I straddle both. In other words, yeah. I, I work in both areas <laughs> because I believe as you do that, I believe both, both, areas both perspectives can be whole healthy and healing yes us as a black people as a whole and will affect the world around us mm. as we all do eventually we need to move past just looking at us by our skin color we do yeah, yeah. absolutely that's how yahweh made us so i won't belabor this because this is something that we could get into deep discussion <laughs> but i hope i got across what i was that's mm -hmm. that's very good you know, I, as a shepherd i, I want to put in just a, a a couple of comments to say that i feel the pain that's being expressed yes. I, I really yes. do empathize with that and i know it's been suppressed for who knows on and on and on but we we have to understand that and of course we know this because we've found <laughs> redemption and healing in jesus but you know, every one of us have been wounded at one time in our life. Everybody yeah. could. I remember when I was with the Agape Force years ago, 
we rented out a billboard, a billboard sign in Virginia Beach, and we had emblazoned on the billboard, unfair. Well, that got people's attention because well, who's complaining? You know, is it this group or that group? We all could say unfair. But when you looked in the smaller print, it said man's treatment of God. Oh. <laughs> I've never forgotten that. And so there, there are a lot of people that could say, I've had an unfair shake, you know, but the thing that uh, our vice, you know, last night we, we had just an amazing number of people giving testimony to the Lord Jesus Christ on national TV because they didn't care if it was politically correct. They talked about the power of God in their lives. Yeah. And then, you know, we had um, the first lady speaking of how in her own life she had overcome a lot of unfair situations mm -hmm. and her family had worked their, their way through hardship and difficulty on their own before Trump to get to where she was. And those kind of stories inspire me. Yes. When I see a person goes past their obstacles. But right now, you know, because I believe there is a motive behind the whole movement, this is nothing more than just a repeat of what we saw a yes. few years ago. Oh, yeah. Back when I was in the Jesus movement in the 60s, and we had the riots in the streets and the burnings and all right. the things that were happening, it, it's not really different. It's just like the, you know, the wolf puts on different clothes from time to time, you know, different <laughs> colors of wolf, of wool to see if he can deceive us. It's the same old thing, you know, right. when we won't address with responsibility, our own responsibility to yes. take what God has given us and we can make success out of it. I mean, I'm so grateful for my sister tonight who I just applaud you that you did what you wanted to do and you li you're living your dream now uh, right. with, as a lawyer. And, and man, what, what an achievement. I wish I had that kind of gift. <laughs> <laughs> But the truth is, everyone so good. Has, has the power of God within them. Come on. Yes. To supernaturally achieve the things they want yeah. to achieve. Instead yeah. of saying, oh, give me a break. I am, I deserve reformation. Refor you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For well, the fact that I've got a, I've got a pimple on my, my hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and Jerry, what you're hitting on right now is so important. And uh, now I've had this thrown back at me. And, you know, again, we, we appreciate the pushback. Um, but I honestly absolutely believe that the best thing that we can do for any person is to help them understand who they are in Christ, who they are, who yeah. their true power, their true identity. Because once they understand that, you know, the other stuff is going to dissipate, you know, my own my own walk, you know, having so many struggles before I actually started, you know, ascending and, and stepping into the heavens. When I started understanding who I really was, most of that garbage, all of the offense, all of the blame game and everything else dissipated. It just it just went away because I understood the love of God and I began to love myself. Yeah. And that was a critical thing, learning to love myself. And we've got a couple of comments here. Um, this is good. Nisa says, I think we should be careful to judge all Democrats. I see where you're coming from, but vengeance is mine, says the oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. I am a Trump good. supporter and pro-life, but some who love God are just scared. And we totally agree yeah. and really believe there's corruption in the Republican Party as well. And so. Yeah. And then Elizabeth. A lot of it is a cry for help. 
yes based in fear and the fear that i'm going to lose you know the yeah. fear of loss is really the greatest fear yeah mm -hmm. very true and uh, elizabeth says yes so many are leaving god in preference for the new age much mocking of jesus i was in the new age so i know the deception of darkness keep praying and loving yes and anisa says reform police not defund and anita says whole restructuring of all systems yes we totally agree so i want to take a moment now and just uh ask because I, I know i had indicated uh, in if you had time uh to our panel uh, I want to ask, uh, what kind of news items are you guys getting in your area, or what what's on your heart as far as you know that's newsworthy? Any any of you have anything you want to share? Well, I, I can certainly start in. You know, obviously I mentioned the borders. Uh, I'm in Canada, just outside of Vancouver, and uh, so the borders are closed down for uh, at least another month. Many are saying probably they're not going to open until the new year, and. Um, you know, so that makes some things difficult. I was hoping to go down and visit uh, Gil and Adina and can't wait to do that. Yes. But anyway, that, We're uh, that, for it. It, that is uh, an ongoing issue. Also, just looking at some other numbers um, that really have me, you know, frustrated here in, in BC, British Columbia is a province of, of Canada. Uh, right now, uh, over the last three months, we've had 174 overdoses in May, 177 in June, and 175 in July. And meanwhile, in those same months, we had 53 COVID deaths, 11 and 19. And we don't even know if for sure what are actual COVID deaths. But it's so wow. staggering that our numbers are over 100 extra people ODing, overdosing per month right now, wow. uh, since this whole COVID restrictions and everything else. Uh -huh. And somehow we've lost our minds on the COVID aspect where we see far less people dying. It's not even close, actually, uh, compared to all the other issues. I've heard one expert say we're actually seeing 12 people to every one, 12 mm. extra people currently dying for every one from the COVID death because of all these other things. Wow. And, and, right. uh, wow. Those things uh, do have me at times very frustrated. Gil, Gil has been teaching me a lot on, uh, on asking the father, spending more time there uh, and not allowing my, my own frustrations to get a hold of me. Yeah, it, is, it definitely can be challenging. Uh, somebody had uh, texted me just before we came on the show asking if we would join them to uh, you know, go into the heavens to contend over the hurricane. And I said, you know, we already have an appointment, but don't forget to ask father first yeah. because uh, we, we need to always be asking father. Uh, Nina, go ahead. Um, I, I have some really exciting news, actually. A, a son of Yahweh, her name is Linda Cheney. She's running mm -hmm. for a, a state house representative seat. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited about that because I believe as part of our governance process, and we were just talking about, you know, separation of church and state, but I believe Yahweh is shifting this planet and is putting more of his sons in political office. Yes. So not Come only on. are we engaging in the kingdom from above, he's using the natural, okay, to work out who he is. I think Linda was, Mary's the one that introduced me to her, right? To Linda? Yeah. Or did we met, we no, met her we, at an Ian Clayton yes, conference. Yes, we met her at an Ian Clayton conference. That's right. And Linda's a remarkable woman. She really has the heart of Yahweh for everything that she does. 
She and her husband years ago started a business. It became very successful. Her husband died, and she was able to carry on. It was her faith and friends wow. that helped her to gain the strength to carry on. Then later on, she started working with the sheriff's office here in Pinellas County. And then she joined several business and religious communities specifically to help women who are trapped in prostitution and drug addiction. She wow. has a huge wow. part for what the Lord is trying to do with the disenfranchised and the homeless mm -hmm. and the helpless to get back on her feet. Not only that, she's got a lot of common sense. She yeah. gets around running and she's looking out for the area that she's representing. She's helping the city. She's watching the taxes. She's watching the development. She's helping to take care of the shore where her area is so that there isn't overbuilding and there isn't overtaxing of the environment. She, She's um, pretty amazing. She ran for uh, St. Pete City Commission and she won St. Pete Beach City Commission. She won that. And we've gone out and helped her, you know, go door to door. But we're really yes. excited about what she's doing. If anybody wants to look more into her, her website, it's Linda Cheney, L-I-N-D-A-C-H-A-N-E-Y.com. And we're just really happy to support her. I'm actually going to help her out with the commercial tomorrow. Mm -hmm. awesome. awesome. Yeah, I'll be doing a commercial, the former elected official to the school board, and I'll be supporting her in her race. So it's pretty exciting. She's close to home. She's literally right in our area. Awesome, awesome. Hey, that that's really good news, Nina. And I, I would actually just say to everybody out there, if you know of good, solid followers of Yahweh, Yeshua, Jesus, God, that are running for office, uh, email us. Let yeah. us know because uh, there might be some stories in there that we would want to, we would want to cover there. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anybody Nashville, when I get a chance, I'm sorry. Did I step on somebody? Go I was ahead. just going to say one more thing. At first, when she started to run, no one was paying attention <coughs> to her race. It yeah. turned into now she's the top race that the opposing party, the Democratic Party, is looking at. For that seat because they feel that now she's got a good chance of winning. So that's pretty exciting. Wow. That's good. Love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jerry, go ahead. Uh, you know, every community has its own issues, but I think uh, Nashville is a unique place, being that it's Music City, USA. That's and right. uh, some people just may not have thought about how this has affected us. Uh, of course, something much more grave, obviously, the increase in opiate and suicides and all of this. Uh, it, it's gripping our city just like everyone else. But I'm very mindful that it's really affected our entertainment industry, our uh, Christian musicians and artists that travel out of here and do concerts all over the country. Uh, Lauren Daigle had a big concert planned earlier this year and all that plus who knows how many other hundreds of groups have had to pull back and you know some of those things are just for entertainment purposes which i mean god doesn't mind us having some diversions like that but a lot of it is is these are concerts they're going to go out and preach the gospel and yes. yeah obviously i'm a missionary to peru and argentina and places like cambodia and I, i'm i'm restricted from traveling too right but, but the thing in nashville that's really been difficult is that there was nothing to fall back on for this particular part of the industry in America. Mm. When you can't go out and perform, when you can't travel, when you can't do the things you do that put bread and butter on your table, it's been really difficult for them to find an innovative way to shift. And 
we're grateful that a lot of people have found some really great ways, you know, like say if they're in the restaurant business, a, a group might take a bar and all of a sudden make it into an eatery. And so they're surviving. Of course, we had yeah. two tornadoes come through and um, we've already had some pretty serious things like that happen. But, you know, those are little areas that maybe people overlook areas that are known for something we could i'm sure we could go to any city that has a particular uh, niche you know that serves our nation but remember these these artists these these young men and women who are filled with a passion to go out and yet right now the doors are yeah are pretty closed now they're innovative enough that they're doing some zoom concerts and some right right right, right. Which I really applaud, but yeah. it's been really hard on them, uh, as you can yeah. imagine. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, there's a lot of groups that, I mean, groups of people that are, are suffering that did a lot of things out in the open and, and traveling and so forth. So definitely want to keep them in mind. So um, anybody else online right now, Adina, like to share? Um, I think we can go ahead to the next one. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to make sure, uh, Michael, did you get to share everything you had as well? Just wanted to make sure there. I had one thing a little bit earlier, and uh, it's it's really do I with identity, which is so important. I was teaching at our React uh, recovery program today, and anyway, a phrase I often use in that is we really don't understand who we are until we understand whose we are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. who we are has to come out of whose we are, mm -hmm. and uh, it's just so important. I I just try to speak that everywhere I can uh, to people. Okay. Because there's really no hope till we get that uh, get that right. That's Love right. That. Thank you. Very very good. All right. So the, one of the things we we did want to look at is um, number one. Last week we covered the harvest here. H e r e. The harvest is here. Just really believing that what is happening around the world with all this craziness is the harvest. Uh, you know, good it, and evil. Yeah, so Adina had put together some really good verses and, and just showing and sharing how, you know, the tares and the wheat, they all have to grow together. And then when the harvest time comes, you can see when it's ripe, you can see, you know, which is the wheat and which is the tares. Well, we are beginning to see very, very clearly what is what are the tares and what is the wheat. So praise God. Thank him for what's going on. But in the midst of all this, we also have to be looking and standing with our brothers and sisters who are struggling. So we put together a list of um, some of the, the pastors that are being challenged with some of this madness. And, uh, and we covered two last week. This is another maybe 10 of them. I'm not sure quite how many, but quite a few of them there. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, Pastor Cheon of the Harvest Rock Church, his staff and churchgoers face criminal charges of one year in jail and a thousand in fines per day. Uh, in Kentucky, Dr. Jack Roberts of the Maryland Maryville Baptist Church and every attendee of the church drive-in Easter service. Drive-in. <laughs> it's like, you gotta be kidding. Uh, and then in Maine, Pastor Ken Graves of Calvary Chapel uh, faced criminal charges, six months in jail, and a thousand in fines. And then in Virginia, Pastor, uh, you. Here we go. <laughs> Pastor Ken Wilson <laughs> of Lighthouse Fellowship Church was criminally charged and threatened with a year in jail and 2,500 fine for having just 16 people at a Palm Sunday service in his 293 seat church. Yeah, crazy. 
And then an Illinois pastor criminally charged with disorderly conduct for having more than 10 people assembled for worship and threats from the city to seize and destroy church buildings. That can't be legal. Um, another pastor in Illinois criminally charged faced 30 days in jail and fines for having more than 10 people assembled for worship. And then um, Dr. Red, Rodney Brown um, was arrested, transported to the police station, booked and issued two criminal charges. Ah, it goes on. Well, and, and the crazy part is they're saying that tattoo parlors, liquor oh, stores, these things are essential, <laughs> but they're not people, not letting people engage spiritually where generally, generally almost any spiritual engagement, I'm talking about not just Christianity, but generally most Christian or excuse me, most spiritual engagements are taking people to a level where there's love, joy, you know, there's the, there are those things in place to where not sure if you find that so much in a liquor store and a tattoo parlor. I, you know, I, I don't want to condemn any of those. That's not my point. But it's just, it's just the craziness of of uh, what are people thinking and how they're lining these things up and saying what's good, what's wrong, what's essential, what's. It just doesn't make any sense. So, go ahead. Tying up all these pastors and in, in the legal process. Yes. So this could drag on and on and on, which is also expensive. The, the good yeah. thing about this, you know, I here's what I think is happening, and I think what's coming from the kingdom realms. Mm -hmm. Everyone's getting tested as to yes. how far will yeah. you go when it comes to your liberty and your freedoms. Right. Clearly, these things are illegal because if a restaurant a restaurant can have people come in and social distance, right? Then a church should be able to as well. Absolutely, so protection that's under our constitution. So what this is doing is causing legal precedent to take place because uh -huh. I'm hoping all these folks will get lawyers. People will bully you around as much as you allow them to. So you've yeah. got to get someone who knows the law who can challenge it. But what it's doing is it's creating then a foundation as to what, how far will we allow mm -hmm. the government to go just because you're a mayor it doesn't mean you can do whatever you want that's right just because you're a legislator doesn't mean you can you can pass any law that you want and it not be held up or you know who cares if it's held yeah. up in the court of law mm -hmm. so so i believe yahweh is testing all of us and and he's allowing everyone to see what happens when crises and things like you know coronavirus and things like this what, are, are people going to go completely insane or are they going to come to their senses and who's going to stand up for what the truth yes yes yeah. yes that's right so good so good and here's what? a couple more comments um uh ima says h rock shared they would help anyone in their services who may suffer arrest that's awesome and then someone is asking, hopefully you all are planning on having your conference in Florida this November. Yes. We're still planning we the immersion retreat in Florida. Yes. And we only have about three rooms left. So just encourage you to sign up quickly yeah. because in they're fact, going for fast. one couple, one single guy. And I think two single women is about, about all we have room yeah. for right now. All right. So one last thing to take a look at. Um, this again, if this doesn't scare you or at least make you think twice about what's going on, Parents asked not to monitor online classes. So a school district in Tennessee is asking parents to sign a form agreeing not to monitor their children's virtual classrooms over concerns that non-student observers could overhear confidential information. 
what is it that they might be teaching our children that we shouldn't know as parents? Yeah. That seems totally bizarre. Because uh, the lady that is behind this movement to bring this to our attention was a member of my church, and I prayed with her to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit a few years ago, and she has been a fireball ever since in trying to uh, uh, uncover the anti-Semitic, uh, you know, content of some of the books that they're putting there in the school in Williamson County in particular. Mm -hmm. And now in light of, you know, uh, doing the virtual schooling, she's picked up on the fact that they're really trying to you know, I still have control, and it's always been about control. But, yeah, yeah. And if, and and I think we need to understand that's not going to go away. That's been the enemy's intention from the beginning yeah. is to have control over the minds of the innocent ones. Come and on. So uh, Lori Cardoza Moore, who came up with that, uh, has been on Fox News and such about it. She's she's wanting us to be aware, not asleep in the light, about how subtle. This comes into our uh, schools, whether it might be mm -hmm. a, a book that's written from a, a Marxist perspective or something, yeah. or yeah. something yes. where, where there's restriction for the parents to have a say over their children's life once they leave the home and go into the, the school. school. And th yeah. we never signed up for that. And right. I think that's probably why so many people have gone to homeschooling anyway. Yes. But this is a serious matter. And if this is happening, in our little county here south of Nashville, that Lori's bringing it to, she's got a really strong voice, and so she gets on Fox once in a while, and she's been, uh, an, you know, part of a committee at the United Nations. So she's she's really, <laughs> I've never seen anybody take off like she did when she got full of the spirit. But <laughs> may that tribe increase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, but I, I think she's bringing to attention that this is so subtle and it's always been their intention to find ways to, you know, to find the inroads. You, you don't know what's going on in sex education classes if you don't ask and investigate. Yes. That's right. And so we've got to do our due diligence to be aware and pray, of course, but then confront those who say, hey, I have the right to do what I want to with your child when he's in my school. Mm -hmm. That's the madness. Yeah, not not happening. And Shouldn't be happening. A, another story. It, it was just related to me this weekend, and it has to do with uh, this virtual online classes where, uh, like, just in the Zoom, like I can see what's in your rooms behind you, and in a classroom setting, it was high school or something. A uh, a guy had his guns in the back that were visible in his room. And the teacher filmed that portion. Recorded it. Recorded it and reported him to the police. And the police, you know, came to the house and, you know, and you just go, oh my, you know, that opens a whole Pandora's box to go, okay, let me, let me examine. What were those pictures that you have back there? You know, is there anything <laughs> is that, that a new I age can, symbol? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything I can, uh, you know, report? And <clears throat> so it, it's just a whole new level of legal issues that are coming coming forth. up yeah so again it's that harvest yeah go ahead I just going to add one more thing at least here in florida because i'm a homeschool mom and i have been for quite a few years on the flip side of that here we are required to monitor what our students are doing 
in order to prove that they are getting an education. <laughs> they are required to be in the room when the classroom is going on in order to know what is being taught so that we can keep records and we can show proof of what's happening. When I had my daughter in an umbrella online school program, the principal set it up with me and said, we're going to want to make sure that you're there or your husband is there in the room while classes are going on. So this is very interesting in yeah. terms of the hypocrisy because exactly here in Florida, virtual school is also offered as an option for homeschool homeschoolers and the parents are required to know what's going on. <laughs> that yeah very interesting and like you said uh some hypocrisy obviously that we we if we don't as christians start standing up uh i believe that now is the time that we honestly have to start engaging now our process and i believe it's so important that we go and we ask the father first we engage in the heavens ask the father but we need to step up and start engaging we've got to do this now is the time so Anita says, so what's our legal rights in disagreeing with these mandates like Cheon standing for the church? You have anything on that, Nina? Yes. You, you have to get a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like I said, people will do whatever they want to do. And then it's your right to get a lawyer and say, I'm going to challenge what you're saying mm -hmm. that I have to. And that's the way to do it. And I love it if there's anyone out there that is either doing pro bono work or there are specific lawyers that work for religious liberty, that type of thing, religious mm -hmm. freedom. Yeah. Uh, they can get together and um, maybe do some type of a class action suit if there's a certain amount of people that want to gather together. But it has to be litigated. Otherwise, there's no check and balance. I mean, that's why you've got three. Well, that's true. Jay Seculo oh. actually lives in Nashville. Jay Seculo has helped yeah. so many school uh -huh. systems and many people. I'm sure he's got many other lawyers working for him now. But those kind of agencies are really trained yeah. to help you understand what you, your rights are and what you can say to the school board and say, right. no, you can't do this. It's not right. legal. And, and the Justice Institute, I think it's called the Justice Institute in, in uh, California Pacific as well. Justice Pacific Justice Institute. Yeah. Institute in California is another one that we used to engage with quite a bit. Yeah, you really do need to step up and step out as a Christian. Don't just sit and take it, you know, go find one of these agencies and engage with them to help you engage against the darkness. We really need this. Yep. So this is interesting from Marianne. She says, what's inside our hearts and our inner kingdoms that are causing our children to be under this type of manipulation and indoctrination? Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. We start with us. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, you know, kingdom, uh, this age is our real enemy. We are not all perfect parents. And there's some things I'm sure we have been blind to, but the Holy Spirit's opening this up. And the more we ascend, the more we get the mind of God, the more we get yeah. infused knowledge. Yes. You know, this is where we need to get our strategies worked out is in the courtrooms. Mm, yes. Yes. We're, yeah. we're ascending. That place is such a place of confidence that he's got this under control. This is, mm -hmm. you know, I, I have to be honest. I know it sounds even strange, but I haven't been in a whole lot of anxiety over all the things that's been going on because I'm focused on my assignment. Yeah. Once yeah. you stay on your personal assignment, 
you can walk in peace and rest because that's a weapon for you. Absolutely. Good. Really good. Yeah, really good. So good. So Anita has an, uh, another question. Is there a difference between the online school and what they call charter schools? Yes, there is a difference. The charter school is an organization that is set up and has a structure that is also approved of by the school board. However, I can only speak for Florida and I can only speak for my area in Florida. Homeschoolers submit a form stating their intention to homeschool. Then they are allowed to use whatever is at their disposal to homeschool, which here also allows you to use the public school, virtual school, to school your child. So there are a lot of ways to do this in terms of transitioning or becoming a homeschooler that is now reaching out to options to cobble together the educational experience the incredible organization is the Homeschool Legal Defense Fund, yes. and they work nationally. But they are an amazing organization for educating people about your rights for education, mm -hmm. your rights as a parent educator, which is what you become, and how to proceed once you've decided to do school at home, which was brought up by Jerry. So many people are having to resort to being at home rather than going to school. So essentially, they are turning into homeschoolers, and, yeah. and you have yeah. rights. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, you know, uh, we're going to take a break here, and um, uh, I, I know Nina and uh, uh, Mary, the two of you need to be taking off here shortly, so yeah. I do want to just say thank you for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, I think, Michael, don't you need to be taking off as well here shortly? Yeah. Yeah, yes, I have a meeting at 6, that's right. But right. Uh, right after the break, we're going to be going into the heavenly realm. And so as long as you're here, please give your input because we love to do this together. Yeah. And so uh, just FYI, the if you've never done the heavenly ascension, if you've never engaged, um, we do have a program called The Ultimate Impact. And Nina's got a program too, so you could go check out her website. Yes. But uh, this is just a little promo for that. And then once this is over, it's about two minutes though. But if you guys need to go, we uh, understand, and uh, we will see the rest of you in about two minutes. An ecclesia is family doing kingdom business. When you join an ecclesia with Kingdom Talks Media that is going through the Ultimate Impact series, this is what a typical week might look like. During the week, you'll watch the Ultimate Impact teaching videos based on that week's topic. Welcome back. We're looking this week at different places in heaven. Each video is about 10 minutes long, followed by a time for you to shift focus into the heavenly realm, allowing Father to guide you into further revelation. Once a week, you'll gather with your Ecclesia group in person or most likely through Zoom conferencing to typically do two things. One, relate with each other as you share insights about that week's topic. How's your weight thing? We got live busted today, so it's been amazing. Well, I want to say something, something personal. And so in one sense, God is everything, but because he poured himself out, it's like he's not complete unless all of it comes back and decides to worship him back. So there's still a lot of unanswered questions, but I think for me, it comes back to uh, its relationship. And two, shift focus into the heavenly realm as an ecclesia to practice engaging Father together. You want to lead us in? Are you ready to do that? 
I felt I saw a wooden pathway being laid in the woods. The intention felt like this is a sacred place where we will come together. Anybody else sensing anything that needs to be brought out? And seeing all the other paths coming through the woods reminds me that there are so many other people making the same journey. The path ultimately leads to home. Week after week, you and your ecclesia will gain new perspectives through the teachings, discussions, and your experiences individually and together in the heavenly realms. All right, so welcome back. We uh, hope you uh, will get involved with the Ultimate Impact. We've got groups that are on Zoom Two from all over the world. Yeah, in the next week or two. Yeah, a couple new groups starting. So what we're going to do next is we're going to encourage all of you on Facebook and YouTube uh, to join uh, Jerry. Jerry's still here with us, and we're going to go ahead and engage the heavens and go see what Father's doing because we don't want to take action on anything unless we see what he's doing first. Uh, you may have great ideas if you've been a Christian for decades, but I guarantee you he's probably got better ones. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and engage right now. Uh, actually, any, any comments? Before uh, we nope, I think we can go jump in. All right, here we go. So, Father, we just thank you that in Yeshua, you have provided the access, that he is the door, and that in him we come boldly before your throne seated with Christ in heavenly places, we come to engage with you. And we just simply are asking, Father, what is it that you're doing right now that you want us to see and everybody who's watching this? Mm. Just feel like he was bringing us back to those verses that we started with, that he is our stability in this, this time. And that as mm. we set our gaze on him, as we come up the mountain of the Lord, um, we're mm. safe, we're secure, we have all wow. of our needs met, and we get to mm. fellowship with him and see his beauty, his glory, his majesty. And I just feel like he's wanting to make sure that it gets across to us, each and every person, that the truth is he is our provision, yeah. and he has us covered 100%, that we honestly have nothing to be concerned about. He takes care of us, and he provides for us. Stepping in to this superior reality, that um, I see this large oak desk, and it feels like that we're being invited to look at a scroll that is uh, sitting on this desk and being unfolded, and it is mm. the blueprint for our nation. Uh, if you were to roll back on the scroll, you would see many of the things that formed the nation and the promises that were given to this nation. Hmm. But I'm asking God in this encounter that we would be able to row forward. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. And this blueprint would begin to be more clear. And it may be, uh, it may come in, in segments, but I believe that those who ascend with confidence, that he's going to begin to let this blueprint become more uh, clear, this revelation yeah. of his intention um mm. a few nights ago i was caught up in the spirit in a prayer meeting we were praying and god gave us a specific prayer to pray over this nation mm. and we were writing it down and taking great attention to it and um 
the oddest thing. There was a knock at the door. And so I went to the door, and there was Nancy Pelosi. Ah. And she came in, and she was very humble and very quiet mm. as she listened the to The true us Nancy pray. Pelosi. Yes, the true one. Without all the, the fanfare. And before mm. she left, she asked for a copy of that. Wow. She wanted a copy of what we had written out. And when she took it, the Lord then spoke these words to me. And he said, a simple prayer touches a heart and changes a nation. Yes. Wow. You know, it's amazing. One person can have that kind of impact on how things go in our nation. And um, I actually put up a mem at 3.30 that morning with Forrest um, Gump. And hmm. just like that, hmm. a simple prayer touched a heart and changed the nation. Wow. I posted it without explanation, of course. And I'm going to say that totally by faith, because I've stepped into this, that that scroll or that prayer is somewhere in her desk, and she doesn't even know it. Wow. We agree with you. Yeah. And that one day, by the Spirit, she'll open up and see that prayer, and that, cha that prayer will change her perspective, you know? All that's repentance is just turning and going the other direction, just seeing it from a whole different lens. Yeah. And so, Lord, I proclaim right now that there are many encounters that are happening because so many people are being prayed for right now by the saints. Even the mm. hosts of heaven yes. are interceding and the yes. cloud of witnesses. <laughs> and we, by faith, accept that these prayers are effective. Yes. It's just a matter of your timing, and it's going to come to pass. That we're, There's going to be moments, we hear this slay, this word all over, you know, uh, awoke. <laughs> um, but there's going to be an awakening. Yes. yes. You know, uh, people say they're woke to what's really going on, and the, the, impression, the impression I get is that people were asleep, and now they see how bad it was. And so that's where all the riots and stuff come from that movement. But, Lord, we're going to have an awakening where people, by the Spirit, see what's on the blueprint of heaven for our nation. Yes. And they're going to want to step into this. They're going to want to cooperate with heaven. Amen. Amen. And that's what I'm praying tonight, because I see this by the Spirit, is that this thing is so beautiful, this blueprint that he's unfolding right now. Yes. It's almost intoxicating. It's like this sandalwood smell that's coming off of it it's oh there's such an aroma that's just it just draws you in you know that there's some aromas that i guess for guys they think it's musk i don't know but it just <laughs> kind of pulls you in right uh and 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 it and i see that there and i saw this on my own scroll one time but i see it here there is drops of dried blood on this scroll because this came with the price. Mm, yes. Wow. Yeah. And this yeah. this scroll that's being unfolded. And wow. so, Lord, we ask that you would help us by the Spirit to see what is written there as the blueprint for you our know, nation. Yeah. In alignment with the God, we could walk in agreement with wholeheartedly yes. instead of trying to figure it out on our own. Yes. It just, um, and it's not... 
And it's not just for America, um, wherever you're watching, whatever country you're watching from, Father wants to reveal the scroll of your country. Yeah. As you know, Jerry, when you were saying that uh, there was blood, uh, you know, initially, you know, thought of Yeshua, but I actually began to see that there is the blood and the sacrifice of the saints, not just the saints that are already passed and in the cloud of witness, but witnesses, but saints here in the earth that are going to have to step up and make some sacrifices in order to bring about God's plan in that blueprint. And I don't know why, but one of the biggest things I see is some of the major uh, networks that are, you know, just spewing propaganda that they're they're coming down. I don't know how, but I just see the Father bringing them down and that it's specific Christians that are coming in. And I don't believe, you know, for the most part, I believe, you know, the Father does everything in love. Sometimes, though, it looks pretty strong the way it comes. But uh, again, don't do anything. If you're hearing this and, you know, don't be the vigilante, go to the Father and see what he's doing. I guarantee you he's got a very interesting and probably a cool plan that will help bring about the takedown of whatever Father wants to take down. But see what Father's doing. Um, I love this. Uh, Anita says, we actually brought Nancy Pelosi into the banqueting table, not as an enemy, but as the daughter yes, she was originally intended to be, yes. calling her spirit forth, speaking truth of her identity. Yes, yes, yes. When we went to visit her office in, in Washington, D.C., and, you know, there was her door, the name plaque. And so that's why I think a lot of people will pray those prayers just yes. outside of her door. And she's <laughs> going to have to walk through all of that to get into her office. <laughs> so good. So good. Wow. Hmm. Oh, Lord, you're so good. Anyone else? Uh, Facebook or YouTube? Uh, comments? Deborah says, yes, Sandalwood. <laughs> Elizabeth says, I see a scroll with the letter Vav upon it. I am in the UK. Mm. We just bless Ooh. the UK. Yes. And even as, as you said that, I just saw the United States scroll, the US scroll, and the UK scroll. In fact, I'm seeing all the different country scrolls coming together because <laughs> kingdom uh, supersedes every nation yes. and it brings all of us together. I just see all the scrolls of different nations coming together and that Vav that you were just talking about is pinning all of them together under the Father's kingdom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. They're being rolled out right now on this this table. Yes. And yes. and you know the host of heaven actually the, the cloud of witnesses are looking in and angels even tonight are getting assignments Mm. how to bring some of these blueprints into completion as they come and they minister alongside us. It's beautiful. That's good. Love it. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. So mm -hmm. encourage you to share uh, what Father is revealing to you. Mm. This is all of us together from around the world joining together. Mm -hmm. I'm just seeing uh, that with these scrolls coming together and the Vav coming down, uh, that Vav that I'm seeing actually looks a little bit like a, a kernel of wheat, hmm. the harvest, and that the harvest is ripe and that is just a symbol of the harvest is ripe, the kingdom is coming, 
It's going to supersede every other kingdom. And though we may keep our cultures and so forth, um, in Daniel it says that every other nation is going to be crushed and it's going to be blown away like the, the, the shaft in the wind. So just understand that we are one and the Father is bringing his kingdom in order to bring his unity. Again, it doesn't mean we lose our cultures. That's the beauty of the differences, the way God made us. But one nation under God yes. is not the United States. It's mm -hmm. his kingdom over the world. Mm -hmm. Deborah says, uh, if you look at harvesting, it is rough. Mm -hmm. Whether with a sickle or harvesting machine, it's not a gentle process. Mm -hmm. That is interesting. Ooh, yeah. Never had thought of it that way. <laughs> uh, wow. Mm. And Anita says, "Volved together as one. Love it. Bonnie says, unity, yes. Mm. Hmm. I feel like that as we, as we maybe are, are wrapping up, that the Father is uh, rolling these scrolls up. And whatever nation you're from, um, doesn't matter if there's more of you from one nation, you know, maybe... 10, 20, 100 of you from one nation, doesn't matter, that each and every one of you get a copy of the scroll for your nation. But again, just the way those rolled out, that the end result of all those scrolls, where they all end at, where the future is for all these different scrolls, they all come together to one place where the kingdom brings us all together. Yes. But you're each getting a copy of that scroll so that you can see your part in fulfilling that scroll but always, always be going to the Father and asking what it is that he's doing that he wants you to do. Yes, and Catherine is saying radical conversations. Yes. <laughs> Play, I want you to know that. Amen. Yes. Even the newbies that are just going, what is going on on this, <laughs> on this broadcast? Absolutely. I'm telling you, I've got a young friend named Mindy who I'm so excited that just a few months ago, she started realizing what had been happening in her life. And there are people out there just like that, ready for this harvest and ready to engage in the heavenlies. And God is just inviting, inviting, inviting in this season those who want to be a part of, of his end time army, you know, those Absolutely. who want to do business with him from his throne room. It's awesome. <laughs> it is. I mean, we live in such exciting times. I mean, there's no way you can't look at all the negative and get fearful. There's no, uh, you know, the perfect love casts out all fear. So just enjoy the journey and understand that father's in control. So Deborah adds, uh, but once harvested comes the beauty and essence. Yes. Yeah. And then Mary Ann says, felt like we entered a canopy oasis in the middle of the desert of sustenance and revival. Hmm. Wow. So good. Yes. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Hmm. Wow. Well, I feel like that um, you need to take those scrolls that uh, the Father has given out to each and every one of you for your country. Take that scroll and cherish it. Just knowing that they're all going to merge together into one spot where we all become under the kingdom of God. So take that scroll and just in the spirit, just put it into your heart. Just receive it there. Know that you have a part and yes. that your part is important. It doesn't matter what it is. 
just know that you have a part and that part is important and if 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 we try to be like somebody else if we try to fulfill somebody else's scroll then the body misses out on your part so yeah. please you know take your part there get rid of positional prejudice we don't need to think that anybody's better than anybody else we are all important and we all have a responsibility in the body are uncertain about what to do with their scrolls, all you have to do is ask the Father. Absolutely. Yes. What are you doing, Father? Yes. And what do you want me to do? Yeah. It's a simple prayer, but it's the best prayer anyone can pray. What yeah. are you doing, Father? And what do yes. you want me to do? And he might say, well, I'm going to open this scroll up for you to understand more. And then he will teach you from it and show Amen. you where you're positioning. Amen. And, you know, we don't have to get all uh, convoluted about the scroll or the book. It's written on your spirit. It's written in your heart. It's the same thing. It's all the same. So <laughs> Anita says, I'm seeing the scrolls as maps, but we have multiple scrolls for the nations um, our hearts are connected with. That's beautiful. Amen. Amen. I love maps. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm a mystery says, I vaguely saw like a Santa sled to a minor cart on a track unless I'm in my soul I'm considering perhaps he is wanting to provide the supernatural blessings and heavenly kingdom treasures here amen yes amen. we receive the fullness that father wants to release to us mm. love it love it well as we wrap this up just uh, again receive the love joy and the peace that is anointed on every scroll yes it's already written into your heart and your spirit mm -hmm. it is who you are just let it begin to come forth yeah. you don't have to go trying to find love joy and peace mm -hmm. it's already in you yeshua mm -hmm. is in you jesus in you it's already there just turn inward don't mm -hmm. be looking to the outside and trying to find satisfaction for those things on the outside know that it's already in you and just be blessed knowing that you have it and begin to walk it out just rest in that just rest in that and catherine says throne room business hallelujah yes. kingdom doing family business no family doing kingdom business <laughs> <laughs> so i'm a mystery says heaven resources and supplies um and then elizabeth says that's beautiful yes we agree yeah. Well, Jerry, any final words you'd like to share with us before we wrap up here? I want you to know your, your old buddy, Christopher Carter, will be in Nashville with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Christopher Carter is coming on September 11th and 12th. We've had him so many times, but, you know, you can't get enough of Christopher. No, right, <laughs> right. We just had him here. Yeah, he was just here this weekend. And he'll be with us September 11th through 12th. I want to give out my uh, address so that if you want to find out more about that, Yes. You just simply yep. write me, and it's soundsofglorynashville at gmail.com. Sounds of, sounds of Nashville at gmail.com. Good, good. We also are releasing the live worship from our last conference with Justin Abraham, uh, a new album called Higher and Higher. And I, I have not heard a live album that so captures the spirit of the moment as we had at that conference so you can find out about that of course i've got a facebook page like you guys have two or three i think mine is just simply sounds of glory dash nashville the facebook page you can go there find out about the conference and find out about the higher to higher album and sign up for my mailing list and 
because that way we can stay in touch with people who yeah. might just hear be on the That's tag great. in yeah. here. Because yeah. we're all family. <laughs> yes. And so uh, anybody listening, any of our team that is listening, uh, if you could put those uh, in the Facebook and YouTube section, put the link in there so people can grab that. That would be awesome. Um, if you're watching this recording later, you'll have to go back to the chat section to find this. Just FYI. Right. And uh, Bonnie says, such an intense revelation from the Lord now. Exponential increase. Yes, we agree. Yeah, that is good. That is good. <laughs> All right. Well, Jerry, thank you so much for being on here really with us. Fun. We really, really love you, honor you, bless you, and uh, look forward to having you on again uh, and, and expect that to be sooner than later. <laughs> love you guys, and I'm always honored. Thank you so much. All, all right. right. Well, blessings to all of you. We love you, and we will see you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life Keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.